Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is a podcast from WOR. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Final hour already of the Jesse Kelly Show. But don't worry. We're going to be back here tomorrow and better than we've ever been before. Why? Because tomorrow's Cinco de Mayo, baby. It's going to be a whole day. Buenas tardes. And we may just... Feature Frito Bandito tomorrow, the ultimate in culture. No, we don't have time for that right now. Remember, you can email the questions into jesse at jessekellyshow.com because on top of Cinco de Mayo, it's also Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Let's get to something here. Part Part of the problem with losing trust is... It's so hard to earn it back. And even if even if if you want to earn it back, it's hard to earn it back. If you think you have to earn it back, it's hard to earn it back. But if you don't even know you have to earn it back or don't care about earning it back, it's impossible. We are going to face consequences for a long long time, many 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 years from Joe Biden's presidency. There will be consequences. Some will be obvious and seen. Some will be unseen and not as obvious, but there will be consequences, not just domestically, internationally. One of the lasting consequences that's going to take years to repair, maybe decades to repair, is the lack of trust internationally. And this is what I mean. When you have an administration, the Biden administration, that is this selfish and craven and corrupt and nothing else matters to these people but power, themselves, their friends, America doesn't matter, allies don't matter, nothing, nothing matters but that. So they lie about everything. They screw everything up. What that does is it tells the world, the international community, America can't be trusted, or let's say someone you love gets elected. Trump gets elected. DeSantis gets elected. It tells our allies, it tells our friends, okay, well, maybe maybe we can trust them now, but what if another Democrat gets in there next time? We won't be able to trust them again. This is the stuff that has lasting implications on it. You would almost, let's say a Republican actually gets elected president, which I'm very doubtful about, but we'll see. Let's see. Let's say a Republican gets elected in 2024. That Republican would basically have to dedicate themselves to an international relations campaign to try to earn back the trust from people we've lost it with. This is a great example right here. The Biden, a Biden official claims The U.S. had no warning of Ukraine's alleged assassination attempt on Putin. Okay, so you saw or at least heard about the drone, that little drone. Clay Martin talked or BK talked about it yesterday on the show in case you missed it. 
the drone that uh, Ukraine allegedly flew at the Kremlin, and they blew it up. You can look at a video of it online. It's kind of cool, kind of a cool little video. And America's mad that we weren't given a heads up about it. No one told us. No one told us. Well, when the Biden administration leaks everything that makes them look good and lies about everything that makes them look bad, when you elect a president with dementia who gives away national security secrets that have to be held secret, what happens is the people you work with internationally will stop telling you things, understandably. If you're Ukraine, are you really going to go, hey, Joe, you mind if we come in? Just wanted to let you know, hey, this is top secret, Joe, but we got a top secret mission tomorrow to assassinate Putin. We're going to fly a drone over there. Why would you ever tell Joe Biden that ahead of time? Remember, don't don't you remember the jaw-dropping moment when Joe Biden very clearly had had a private meeting with his national security team? This is a pri- this is private meeting information about blowing up about putting holes in the Nord Stream pipeline which would hurt Russia. He had a private meeting. Obviously this would be extremely private information. The, the Americans who would even do something like this would be secret groups. It would be SEAL Team 6. It would be CIA Special Activities Division types. It would, it would be somebody like that. So this would be a secretive meeting at the highest levels. You're sitting down with Special Operations Commanders, and he sits down and he gets the plan to blow up the Nord Stream 2 pipeline if Russia keeps going. And then he goes to a press conference with international reporters and just tells them everything. Russia will be held accountable if it invades, and it depends on what it does. It's one thing if it's a minor incursion and then we end up having a fight about what to do and not do, etc. You, what? You can't, what? And, and then he goes on to talk about the Nord Stream 2 part. Let me answer the first question first. If Germany, if uh, if Russia invades, uh, that means tanks or troops crossing the uh, the, the border of Ukraine uh, again, then uh, there will be uh, we there will be no longer a Nord Stream two. We we will bring an end to it. But but how will you how will you do that exactly? Since the project. And control of the project is within Germany's control. We will, uh, I promise you, we'll be able to do it. And you heard the disbelief in the reporter's voice at what she had just heard. Hold on, wait a minute. This is a pipeline that goes from Russia to Germany. We have no jurisdiction. We have no territory. What do you, what do you mean you're going to stop it? What, what, are you, what are you talking about? What? And then... We do NATO exercises with the U.S. Navy a mile away from the pipelines when the pipelines add holes in them. So when you have situations like that, yeah, we snicker about it on talk radio and we joke about it with our friends and things like that. And all that's fine and good. But the truth is, let's say you're a key ally. Let's say you're uh, Israel. Let's say you're Israel. And we definitely have a common foe when it comes to Iran. Iran keeps attacking our troops, attacking our vessels. They want to wipe the poor Israelites off the freaking map. They've announced their intention to do so several times. So we have a common we have a common goal there, an ally against Iran. Now, let's say you're Israel. 
and you've got a secret operation, as they always have the coolest secret operations going, but let's say you've got a secret operation going, and you have to make a choice. Hey, should we uh, <clears throat> should we let America know? Should we give America a heads up ahead of time? What person in Israel in their right mind would even consider divulging private information about a secret thing to the Biden administration? So whether it's just basic corruption or the dementia or the incompetence, we have we've so hurt our standing internationally. We've so hurt our trust with our allies in the international community. It's going to take years, probably decades to get that trust back. And that's that's what's so wild about about presidents and the presidencies. If you want to look at it this way, I've looked at it this way before and I've had this discussion with friends. The funny thing about presidents is they can come and go. And some will move the ball forward, move us in kind of the right direction, but only a little. Even a great one can only move you in the right direction a little, but a really, really, really bad one, a disastrous one like Obama, like Biden, they can yank you backwards 10 miles. And that's what it's so devastating. It's not, it's not just an election when you elect somebody like Joe Biden, because it would take it would take 20 more years of Donald Trump to try to catch up to all the dam to try to repair all the damage Joe Biden has done it'd take 20 more years of Ron DeSantis to try to undo this disaster we have on our hands because trust is easy to lose very easy to lose trust very very difficult sometimes impossible to bring it back ukraine didn't give us a heads up ah uh, I wouldn't either. I'd never tell you about anything. I'll tell you about this, though. We're going to talk about the future of big cities. What A little preview for you on what they're going to look like. I think it's going to be horrifying, but interesting. We'll talk about that. We'll get to some emails. We'll get to uh, former Obama officials with Jeffrey Epstein. A new Bud Light update, and it's really, really cracking me up what's happening. All that is still to come. Also... Going to save some babies tonight. Feel like saving a baby? Feel like saving a life tonight? Because right now there's a baby growing in his mother's womb, her mother's womb. And that mother has been told her whole life it's a clump of cells. It's a burden. You got to get rid of it. You got to go dump it. Go have an abortion. Go have an abortion. And she's on her way. She's already looking it up online. Where can I get an abortion? She's asking friends about it. And that's when preborn reaches out and says, hey, why don't you come in for a ultrasound? It's free. Totally free to you. Just an ultrasound. She goes in. She lays down. She gets an ultrasound. And she hears the heartbeat. And then it's over. It becomes a life. The overwhelming majority of the time when they hear that heartbeat, it's over. The ultrasound is the tool in the pro-life war. Preborn is the one delivering it. And they're taking shots on the chin for it, too, getting firebombed and vandalized. They need $28 to buy that next ultrasound. 140 buys five of them. Let's save some lives tonight. Sound good? Preborn.com slash Jesse. Preborn.com slash Jesse, all right? Sponsored by Preborn. Emails in the future of cities. Next. 
truth attitude. It is the Jesse Kelly show. I've had so much fun tonight. You know how excited I am? That's how excited I am, Chris. I did tease the Frito Bandito a little bit earlier. I don't know. It doesn't. These are the heavy decisions we have to tackle on the show. It doesn't feel right. What, Chris? It doesn't feel right to play it on the eve of Cinco de Mayo, does it? I feel like we should focus on what, Michael? I feel like we should focus on our Spanish speaking more tomorrow. I think that's what we'll do. I think that's what we'll do. Let's get to some emails before we talk about the future of American cities. Dear Mr. Kelly. I like that. Chris, Michael, I want you guys to start calling me Mr. Kelly or, or why? Or Oracle Kelly will be fine. That'll be fine. Dear Mr. Kelly, I was listening to the podcast of Tuesday's show. In the third hour, you said something along the lines of job openings right an all-time low since 2021. However, something I noticed and other people have mentioned is the scarcity of workers everywhere. What's uh, Thank you for your time. Everything you do for the country, Semper Fi, God bless. Well, look, there's jobs and then there are jobs, and this is what I mean. We... Really, really remade the society itself. I, I was going to say the economy, and that's mostly true, but society itself during COVID. When you shut down a country, you tell a bunch of hourly workers that they're worthless pieces of crap who aren't essential and they can go home, and then all the media people get to sit and they get to keep getting paid. Something else happened there, though. Higher-ups kept getting paid, too. Salaried people kept getting paid. They just worked from home. It was... It was Zoom meetings in the corporate world. If you're listening to me right now from the corporate world, you probably didn't miss paychecks, really. You probably just started doing your job by email and Zoom and things like that. But the hourly worker, the working man, uh, he matters a lot too, and he didn't. The guy who drives a forklift, the guy who waits tables, the lady who does hair, she starved. She can't, she can't Zoom her, her hair cutting. So she went went without. Well, then we started paying people not to work. Remember, that was Republicans and Democrats. Not only did they both do it, they both bragged about the size of the spending bills that were. Both of them. They both bragged about it. Look at these checks we're sending you. We shut down the economy, and now we're sending you checks. Isn't that exciting, guys? And I remember just sitting there horrified. Republicans would campaign on it. We need more stimmy checks. Well, on top of all the other inflationary problems you're going to have with that, a big problem with that is you are conditioning people. You're conditioning hourly workers. People now who need to fill those positions don't want to fill those positions. For two years, you told the hourly worker that he was a worthless piece of crap. He wasn't essential. Of course, Amazon's essential and the liquor store's essential. Those all stayed open. But if you did tattoos for a living, you weren't essential. You were worthless. You're stupid. So they just sent you home. And the guy who cleans up the tattoo shop, the guy who washes dishes in the restaurant, the guy, the, the, the men and women who do these jobs, working man jobs, jobs that matter a lot, jobs that matter for a society, they don't want to do them anymore. You paid them for two years to sit at home. Now, it's a crisis in the business sector right now. Restaurants, if you go talk to these guys, managers and things, they can't get anyone to even show up for an interview 
If you're lucky, you get someone to show up for an interview. This is what a manager I know was talking to me about. He said, if you're lucky, Jesse, they show up for an interview. He said, if you're God-blessed lucky, like major lucky, they show up for an interview and accept the job. He said, if you get a miracle, they show up for an interview, accept the job, and actually show up to work every day. People will accept the job, and they just won't come to work. Uh, one of my buddy, my best friend, Luis, he was talking to me the other day about one of his, one of his employees. He just chose to take the weekend off. They had an emergency situation where it was all hands on deck. Everyone had to come in in the weekend. And he knew this, but he didn't feel like it. So he didn't come in. And then, best part is, showed back up on Monday for his job. Like, of course, of course. Of course, he, my buddy fired him, but that's the mentality now. You've reconditioned the workforce. So those jobs are readily available, but other jobs, high-end jobs, Corporate-level jobs, $100,000-a-year jobs, those aren't available. And people are finding themselves trapped, and they can't move around. See, there were lasting consequences. We were just talking about lasting consequences of our international stuff. There are lasting consequences from the idiocy, the insanity of shutting down your economy in the name of a virus. There are consequences that will stick with us for decades i was talking to a, a supply chain friend of mine ross kennedy's his name is one of these supply supply chain geniuses understands how supply chains work and and how ports work and trains and china and california and new york and, and just how everything is interconnected together it's kind of what he does and i was asking him about it i said hey ross the supply chains the problems we had because of the covid shutdowns and stuff are those problems finally working themselves out because most of that lockdown and stuff is over? And he said, Jesse, the problems haven't even really gotten here yet. He said the worst is still to come because there's such a yo-yo effect with close, open, close, open, oh, now half closed, totally closed, back to open, half open. It's such. It's caused such chaos with not just the national markets, the international markets. We haven't even seen the full effect of that yet. It's crazy to think about, right? But we don't realize it yet because the stocks, uh, the shelves are stocked now. But what you don't know, what I actually didn't know until I was talking to Ross is they're overstocked. Now you have the stock, the shelves are stocked and there's a bunch of extra stuff in the back. Now they're, they're canceling orders. It's just, it's a, it's a wild thing. All right. I didn't get to cities. We're going to get to cities next. A little preview of the future of cities. Let's get to widows and orphans though first. Widows and orphans. Remember this. We are not given an option to take care of widows and orphans. It didn't say, hey, take care of widows and orphans if you feel like it. Take care of widows and orphans if you get a nice bonus that year. It was take care of widows and orphans. Period. Tunnel to Towers cares for widows and orphans. Dad didn't come back from Afghanistan. What in the world's mom going to do now? Kids going to do now? How are they even going to get by financially? Tunnel to Towers is going to step in, pay off a home for them. Maybe even build them a home. Homeless veterans, catastrophically injured veterans, where do they go for help? Tunnel to Towers. That's how we help. Go to T, the number two, T.org, 11 bucks a month. T2T.org. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. We'll get back to some emails here in a few. I did think this was interesting, though. 
out of San Francisco. Because I've been I've been trying to see where everything's going. That's what oracles do, Chris. No, seriously, I've been trying to see where what the future of the country is looking like, what the future of this area is looking like, future of government, future of cities. Because I like cities, but now I don't. I don't know that I'd prefer them. I love the country too. I I love being up in the mountains, or it's just I love that. But I like cities too. I am a happy man walking the streets of Manhattan. I am a happy man walking the mountains of Montana and everything in between. I just enjoy different places. Cities are important for a nation, so I don't like them descending into hell, which they're doing. And I was trying to figure out what are they going to look like as these super blue places get even bluer. And they are getting bluer for a lot of different reasons. One of the main ones is the Republicans are all fleeing. Normal people are fleeing. Who would live like that? Who's going to live in that kind of squalor and crime? And no one's, people just leave. They'll, they'll vote with their feet. So as they get bluer and bluer and bluer, the governments will get more and more hardcore communists, more criminals on the streets, more all oh, it gets more expensive. That also means fewer businesses in the area, fewer things. So the cities are going to provide less than they did before. Because let's be honest, what's fun about cities is the options. That's what's fun about cities. What's bad about the country? The lack of options. Look, great example. I know you're. I know you're going to be shocked that I use this one. Food. I said I love walking Manhattan. If I didn't walk so much, I would gain 25 pounds every time I visited New York City. Why? It's just food everywhere. It's dirt water dogs. It's pizza. It's steaks. It's oh look, a gyro guy. Oh, so sweet bagel joint. Might as well step in. It's it's food everywhere. Anything I want within a couple blocks. What do you say, Chris? Chris said they don't have bagel, bagel joints in Montana. Not a big Jewish population up there, Chris. For some reason, do you people not like the cold? I don't know what the deal is, but it's not a big Jewish population. And you need Jews to have good bagels. That's the bottom line. So, no. Uh, there was actually one that was very legit. And now that I remember... If I, if I remember this right, I think he was a New York transplant. It was They were great, but it was the only place I saw my entire time living there, one place. Anyway, anyway, so options. City gives me options. If I go to Montana, if I go back up, visit Montana with my folks, it's not that there aren't good food options. Or I don't want to act like there's one restaurant in town, but it's significantly less, and you're not walking to them. I can walk in the city and within a couple blocks have whatever I want. If I want, I've got a craving for Italian food. Let's get in the car and they, let's make sure it's the driveway shoveled. It's winter time. Got a lot of snow. Uh, 25 minutes on the road. It, it's fewer options. But the future of cities, it's going to mean fewer options there. Well, if the city doesn't give me options, if Los Angeles doesn't give me options, if I'm walking LA, and I enjoy L.A. I've had a lot of fun in L.A. But if I'm walking L.A. and I can't find whatever I want to eat, whatever concert place I want, a comedy club, if those things start disappearing, well, then why would I live in L.A.? It's more expensive. I have less space. It's more dangerous. The trade-off for that always was opportunity. Well, if the options and opportunity go away, the appeal evaporates. So that's one of the one of the things we'll see is the future of cities. Another part of it is this: police and San, police tell San Francisco homeowner to hire private security after his eighth break-in. This is from LeeFang.com. Eighth. 
break-in, private security. So the future of cities, what they're going to be is they're going to remove the middle, meaning middle-class, normal people. The future of cities will be uber-poor and uber-rich and nobody in between. That's what it'll be because the private guy or the middle guy he can't afford private security. He's barely able to afford the apartment in the city. He'll eat out, take his dime out every now and then, but he's getting by. Well, you can't look at that guy and tell him, oh, well, you're mad about all the break-ins? Can't help you. There's a great private security company. For the low price of $20,000 a month, they'll be happy to cover for you and your family. By the way, you're, you're, you're maybe sticker-shocked at that. I know of a guy, a guy you would know, a guy in our business, who he gets a lot of threats for various things he says. He pays. Uh, now, granted, he has a building, too, that goes with it. So there's a. this is not just personal security. There's a building, but a lot of this is his personal security. He pays $120,000 a month for security. I know. I know. That's what I said, Chris. I, when I was first told that, I said, I'm sorry? What? I think you, what? Did you add a zero there? $120,000 a month. Well, How's a normal guy supposed to afford anything like that? You can't. You can't, so you'll move. So the cities, the future of cities will be the uber poor, and those poor saps are going to be living amongst all the murderers and rapists and thieves, and then there will be the uber-rich buildings and the uber-rich parts of town, which I know that exists to some extent already, but they will be extensive private security to the extent of private armies. PMCs, private military contractors, mercenaries, they're going to pick up work in the future in cities. Mark my words. That's what it's going to look like. Isn't that wild to think about? It's true, though. It's true. You know how I know? Because the Oracle said so, Chris. <laughs> Former Obama officials reportedly met with Jeffrey Epstein on several occasions. Unearthed documents reveal. This guy, this piece of trash was the most wired-in human being I've ever heard of in my entire life. And I, I don't want to speculate on something here because I don't know this, but I have had several people I kind of trust, at least people I'll listen to, tell me that he was CIA or involved somehow with the CIA. And then we had the revelation recently that the CIA director, William Burns, met with him several times and then tried to claim... He didn't know anything about him, which, okay, now I really know you knew a lot about the whole guy. I get more and more suspicious as we go on just how wired in this guy is. Let's get to some emails. Remember, we focus on big words on the show because I'm highly educated. Greetings, oh, superlative. He says that means great. Superlative. Chris, we need to use that more, too. Superlative. I am pretty superlative. Greetings, oh, superlative interrupter of audio clips and future spokesperson of Rogaine. That's not very nice. I was listening to your podcast the other day when you were going on and on about having to figure out what disability you were going to identify as with a transabilist, and I have the answer. Your disability can be a mental disability. The best thing about that is your show gives plenty of support to the claim. That's not very nice. And people on both sides of the political aisle will readily agree that you actually have this disability. I guess that means you can be the great reconciler that old Joe claimed he was going to be. 
Love your show. I'm greatly encouraged that there's at least one person out there with the cojones to say what everyone with two or more brain cells is thinking. Keep up the great work. His name is Jeff. I like the idea. I like the idea of mental disability. I don't know that I love it as much as blind. Blind was a good one. And I'll tell you, in addition to, no, not world's tallest midget, Chris, although that is funny. Not world's tallest midget. Here's the advantage of blind. One, the shades. Everyone looks cooler in shades. Two, it really, the whole point of this would be to mock these idiots and nut jobs who are pretending to be disabled. That's extra mockery. Walk around with the cane, just slapping people with it, acting like it's an accident. Whap! Oh, sorry, I'm blind over here. And then, and then do something that means it's obvious you can see. Pull out your phone and swipe up, start texting somebody. <laughs> All right, listen. I don't want you to go blind. All right. I don't want to go blind. If you are blind listening to the sound of my voice, I'm sorry, but I maybe that's not a good disability because that would be offensive to blind people, and I like blind I don't know. We'll have to think about this. Maybe we will go dwarf. Anyway, let's talk about chalk. Let's change the subject. Let's change the subject and talk about chalk for a minute. Now, testosterone levels falling is not something that, uh, it's not something that can be overcome if we ignore it. It's not something we can wish away in any way. Testosterone levels in free fall is a society-ending problem. Chalk is out to end that problem. They will reverse the trend if enough people wake up with natural herbal supplements. Fellas, just hear me, hear me out here. You cannot imagine how much better you will feel. Set aside every other benefit. You go take a male vitality stack for 90 days and then you email me and tell me how great you feel. It's like, it's like a new lease on life. Ladies, female vitality stack for you. Chuck.com, C-H-O-Q.com, promo code Jesse gets you 35% off. We'll be back. This is the Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, final segment of the Jesse Kelly Show. So here's my reminder to you again to get your Ask Dr. Jesse questions in for tomorrow. Right now, email them to jesse at jessekellyshow.com, and we will have a blast tomorrow. I have to go off on something really quickly before we get to a couple emails and headlines. Marine Corps to deactivate female-only unit amid pressure from Congress to speed up gender integration. Uh, this is a recruit unit. Marine Corps recruit cha- training has actually been co-ed since 2022. Yeah, I know, Chris. i got to be honest with you. That would have been nice when I was a recruit. But I will say it's just a horrific idea. The idea that women belong in every space of men is insane. Men, especially combat train training men, they need male-only areas. And no, I don't have to be nice about that at all. The forced integration of women into every part of the military has been an unmitigated disaster. And because everyone, all of our weenie low-T GOP politicians, they're all too scared to come out and say it because they're all too scared of the women vote. But it has been a disaster in every possible way. Ask anybody. You have to ask them privately because no one wants to get savage publicly. Ask anyone who served in the Navy what it's like 
with the women on the Navy ships. What it's been like with women on the Navy ships. It has been a disaster in every possible way. Because when you throw a bunch of 18-year-old men with a bunch of 18-year-old women in a gigantic steel box and you send them out to sea, how do you think that's going to end up? Drama all over the place, disaster all over the place, pregnancy all over the place. If I didn't, if there weren't children listening, I love that this is a family show and it always will be. If there weren't children listening, I would actually elaborate further for you, but I don't need to. Let's just say it's been a profitable deployment for some women. This is not a rare occurrence. It's been a disaster. This is what happens. But no one wants to speak about this. And I will circle back again to mental, the mental fight. I will circle back again to things like World War II. In World War II, over 400,000 mental health casualties. We would know that as PTSD today. But guys, in amidst the horrors of combat, just broke mentally. And that was units of, of men, only men, the manliest men, raised by good parents, strong values, and we lost 400,000 troops who just broke mentally. What do you think is going to happen to this military, God forbid, if another one of these wars breaks out? Uh, I have several people in who listen to the show, which I love, and the things they email me and message me. Well, I had one guy the other day. Uh, well, I'm not going to give out his rank. He's a, a high-ranking officer, and he told me the other day, one that he loves that I talk about the mental health side. And he said, if anything, I'm underselling the disaster it would be. But we don't see that the disaster part of it now because it's peacetime, right? We don't, we don't see that. We don't wake up to the news that we had a unit of Marines turn and run away. Have you ever w- woken up to that headline before? Of course you haven't. Could you imagine a headline like that? Oh, you should. Because that's the future of turning the United States military into a gigantic, diverse training camp. That's the result of it. We are sucking out the life, the strength of our military. And the results don't feel catastrophic now. They sure will feel catastrophic when a carrier group ends up at the bottom of the Pacific with our sailors inside of it. That's coming. And I've been sounding this alarm, and I'm glad some people are finally listening. I'm working with a a senator right now who is aware of the problem. He's been listening. He is attempting to begin tackling the problem now, and I'm happy about that. Uh, We've got a nice private back-channel communication thing going on, trying to hammer this point home, what's coming. All right, before we get to headlines, let's get to your dog. Yeah, I just got a picture from the wife. So the in-laws have been in town. And you know Fred's sensitive, right? He's he's a little sensitive and a little needy. Well, they're packing up to leave. They're leaving tonight. He's curled up by the front door and he won't move. He's just a wreck. And this is why Fred used to have digestive problems every single time we fed him. He's just a stressed out disaster at all times. Without rough greens, I don't know that we would have ever gotten food to stay down Fred. Thank you, Rough Greens, 
Red doesn't have the digestive problems. Granted, he's still a stressed out mess, but one that's fed with real nutrition now. Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, digestive enzymes. Your dog will be healthier. Your dog will live longer. Pour some rough greens on their food. The food's crap. There's nothing in it. There is in rough greens. Real nutrition. Go to roughgreens.com slash jesse and get your free jumpstart trial bag. All right? Or you can call them. 833-33-MY-DOG. And now... Here's a headline. Go, you know the You know the thing. Headlines we didn't get to. Bud Light gives distributors free beer to apologize for the Dylan Mulvaney fiasco. I am so proud of you. We have made a gigantic corporation quake in fear because we have put our money where our morals are. This is something to feel good about. I'm proud of you. Most Americans lack the cash to cover a surprise or cover a surprise $400 expense. I am so disappointed in you for not... Well, no, I'm kidding. No, this is what happens when when inflation goes up and you're trying to maintain a standard of living you can't quite maintain anymore. Just wherever you can, cut costs right now, all right? Batten down the hatches. We got some rocky times ahead. Oh, another one. Anheuser-Busch CEO shifts blame on the Bud Light Dylan Mulvaney ads. Quote, it, not a formal campaign. Man alive, these guys are scared to death. It's wonderful. Biden deployed border troops will do data entry, not law enforcement. Hmm. Who's that guy that came on the radio was last night or the night before that told you they weren't going to have the power to actually do anything so it didn't matter at all and this was only optics? Who's that guy? I believe you can pre-order his book at jessekellybook.com, Chris. NFL faces workplace discrimination allegations. I think this is awesome and hilarious. I love when these gigantic woke corporations eventually get eaten alive by the communist monster they have helped grow. So I'm going to laugh and laugh and laugh as the wolves come for the NFL because I remember every one of you pieces of trash kneeling for the flag and crapping on this country every chance you got. This has been a podcast from WOR. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.